No, I, yeah, I do look back. I mean, there's been challenges, of course, along the way, but I do look back. The things that music's always been in me, I've always dreamt, like all my dreams have always been accompanied by music, always. Um, so it's been a theme. So I'm talking to a pianist from South Africa, John Tsepe. John, it's so lovely to see you here on, on Zoom. It's lovely seeing you again on Zoom. Yeah, we've met before and, and yeah. I'm so um, happy that we can speak and that I can do the interview with you because you've got such a beautiful story. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy to share what, what I can. You know. Yeah, because we we actually come from the same area in South Africa, both South Africans. We do indeed. We are yeah. indeed, exactly. And yeah. we both come from the Val. From the Val, I know, <laughs> which is so great and, and so lovely to, uh, absolutely, you come from Cebu King, which is a township um, in South Africa, and you've got such an inspiring story. And it's really, these stories just, it's like dreams coming true and, and things that you think is, is really not possible and, and you can just prove and show that it is possible. So as a child growing up in, in Cebu King in South Africa, did you, um, what made you want to play the piano? Oh, um Actually, I mean, I mean, I think it, I was just attracted to it. I think uh, yeah, I saw it on TV one day and um, I actually think it was Liberace. It was this big grand piano of the sky with diamonds and uh, gold, glitz, glitz, glitz. And um, I remember telling my mother and my grandmother, because I was raised by my mother and my grandmother, that I want to play that. I didn't even know what that was. And it just attracted me. Um, and that's how it started. Um, I only play, I mean, I played after many years, um, but I remember that vividly, um, this white grand piano with this, uh, it really could just have been Liberace. Um, and I was like, yeah, I want to play that. And I think that's, yeah, that's how it started. But, and in school, did you do music or? Uh, mm -mm. Music? Only later. Only later, I mean, much later when I went to the National School of Arts in Johannesburg. Um, then, of course, I mean, it's an art school, art yeah. um, high school, and with the arts incorporated with, uh, you know, whatever it is you do. You could do other subjects as well, but, like, it was really focused on the arts. Um, so, yeah. And of course, I mean, I started when I was 14. So I really, it was very late. Um, and I basically had to sit on my bum and practice. <laughs> really? <laughs> to um, catch up. Yeah. 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 I'm still catching up, I think. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm sure because I need to play and it's not true. <laughs> Can't be true. But, um, there must have been, a, a, I saw a documentary about your life and all about how you got to play the piano. But, um, of course, in your uh, your family, your parents, they didn't play the piano. But there was a music teacher. Tell me about this music teacher that came in your on your path. Ah, uh, Vanessa Berger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, she is just absolutely lovely. She's in her 80s now, I think over 85. And um, I sort of auditioned for her. You know, she did all the ear tests and I could get, I got everything right. And I didn't have a piano then. I had a, a, a at home, my uncle had gotten me a, a small keyboard with 32 keys. Um, and you could only play basically maximum of four notes at once. And so I I've self-taught. I taught myself, this is a C, a D, and all that, and basic harmony, you know. And when I auditioned for her, um, asked me all these things, and I already knew the notes, and she said, oh, this is incredible. Definitely, I'll take it. So that's how it started. But who took you to her, or how did you find out about her? I, I mean, she was in in, in uh, for She was sort of, let's say, well known as mm -hmm. as a, a you know piano teacher. Mm -hmm. And um, I can't even remember how we got her number and phoned her, and she said yes, you know, and um, that's how it started. But in the township that you grew up, uh, were there other children also who were interested in classical music? Because no. you must have not grown up with this uh, with no. going to concerts and things it's no, more no. your traditional music that you heard no like absolutely nobody nobody um <laughs> but i think no i don't think yeah my grandmother did, uh, sang in choirs in fact i mean she she passed away in 2018 i remember once um when i was visiting south africa uh, a few years before she passed away you know, she was already old. Um, she, uh, she died at 88, like the piano keys. But I remember once, this was the, really the strangest thing. I couldn't believe it because she sang in choirs. And uh, um, usually they use solfege, the solfege system, do, re, mi, fa, so, uh, and so on. And she, while she was, I don't know, washing something and cooking something, she could remember all the songs on pitch and I thought but this is incredible and I think I mean she was really advancing in age it was basically in her memories you know and I had never heard her do, uh, doing that you know and, uh, and I thought but this is incredible mm -hmm. um so I just sat there listening to her going to I don't know the toilet up and down singing and so I, I really don't know mm. so it's in your genes then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, probably. Um, I think so. I think so. But at the time that I know in, in South Africa, at the time it was also difficult for a black child to go to a to a school, to a to a yes. uh, say an art school or a or a, a private school or so. Yeah. So did you get help? Did you get funding? How did you manage to get into this art school? Well, um, I can't even remember. I remember um, Vanessa Berg. Well, she was Vanessa Berg, I think, that, and she got married. Uh, she's Vanessa Blom now. But uh, anyways, um, she wrote me a letter. Um, no, this is how I went to art school. Now I remember, yes. Um, there was a teacher at my high school, um, before going to the National School of Arts now. There was a teacher uh, and her daughter also had piano lessons with Vanessa. 
right? So um, she would see me and Vanessa would be would ask me, oh, play her something, you know. And one day, um, Rieta is her name, Rieta Fanikak. Uh, we're still in contact. One day, it was break and the bell rang and you know, kids running around to class and all that. She walked up to me and she said, John, you know, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time here. You could, there's this art school in Johannesburg. Um, you could be practicing now. And she said, I'll speak to Vanessa. And that's how it started. And they wrote me letters and I auditioned and that sort of thing. That's how it started. But now in Johannesburg, so you had to um, to go to Johannesburg to uh, go to the school. And then what made you decide to leave South Africa? After, I mean, it was much later. Um, I did my uh, bachelor's, you know, the undergrad and all the rest of it in South Africa. I'd always wanted to leave uh, being, you know, doing classical music uh, um, in South Africa. Basically, if you... I don't know, reading or studying or playing a Beethoven piece. It's this mythical figure, mm. you know. Um, and then when I came to Europe, for instance, you go to the Central Friedhof, you see Brahms's graves. They walked here. It's more tangible. And when you read uh, from books that, I don't know, he played at Burg Theater. What the hell is board theater? You know, yeah. and then you come here, it, it just makes it more. So I wanted to, I always wanted to leave. Um, always. <laughs> um, yeah, because, you know, Europe, that's where it is. I wanted to see where Mozart was born. Uh, and I've always been fascinated with the German language. Um, really? Yeah. Which I learned in South Africa, actually, for fun, before uh, knowing that I would be in Vienna. Amazing. Yeah. So you just went on that feeling. Exactly. But also, um, I don't know if I'm answering your questions. I'm a little bit all over the place. but in That's the- fine. I but- love it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, my mentor in, at the University of Cape Town, Francois de Toy, is a fantastic uh, pianist himself. You know, he's a professor at UCT and a wonderful pianist. Um, he studied in, um, in Hanover at the Hochschule, I don't know, way back when. And when I was with him, he um, said something very interesting, which I've never forgotten. And I still need to ask him why he said that. He said, John, I think you need to go to... Um, German-speaking country. I think you'll be happy there. Voila. I am very happy. (laughs) Of course, I was thinking Germany. Yeah. But Vienna happened, and I'm very happy. Amazing. So that that he did that. Really crazy. Yeah, that he said that. Yeah. Yeah. And I I still need to ask him, actually, why. Mm. Sit down, glass of wine, why did you say that? Because maybe I, mean, I yeah, maybe I should ask him. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because honestly, of course, if you go to the states, the, there's the language, uh, you know, or to the UK, but specifically, could have was just as well said a, a French-speaking country. You know, I mean, he said, "No, you'll be happy in a German-speaking country." And amazing, yeah. 
But I am really, I've been thinking after I saw your, your, um, the documentary, and of course, I know, I know exactly where you come from, where we, where we grew up. And um, so what I find really fascinating is that I sometimes think when I'm here in Europe and, and when I'm in Vienna, I think, okay, so the theaters, the concerts, that these are things that people grow up with, you know, this is, and, and, and also the sound of classical music, it's what people grow up with. So for you, it's a total different world. So it's, you stepped into a total different world. Um, are there still things now that you think, do you sometimes think back? Do you sometimes think back, how did this happen? Or, um, you know what I mean, that that you think, okay, so you're here now, but but it's so it's such a miracle that that it happened that way or, or these people that came on your path yeah no i yeah i do look back i mean there's been challenges of course along the way but i do look back the things that music's always been in me i've always dreamt like all my dreams have always been accompanied by music always um so it's been a theme um and also, I was uh, um, raised, my yeah, um, but not Catholic, but Anglican. I don't go to church now, but anyways. Um, and the, of course, there's this background, the Western background, you know, with the songs being sung and the harmonic progressions. So um, it's not really that um, foreign, but it is foreign. But it's always been in me. Um, I somebody sent me a, a, a I don't know if it's real or, or not. It's a one-year-old baby playing piano, you know, improvising. It's, it's and you think, where on earth does that come from? There are just some things that you cannot explain. I cannot explain why I really I get Beethoven, I get Brahms, and you know Schumann. Ugh. My God, you know, I, I I can't, but I do. And sometimes more than uh, um, people who were born here, you know, uh, I just get it. And I mean, it's 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 music. You you hear it, you study it, and then you you perform it. You bring it out the way. You know, it's your personality. It's your uh, sort of your meaning, your interpretation. Um, yeah. And was it easy for you to to uh, the performance side of things? <laughs> um, in what way? As in, uh, <laughs> well, you know, to to get up there because when you when you're playing the piano, unless you play with an orchestra, but you you're on the stage and you're you're playing. I get very nervous, mm. um, and because I'm very, I'm extremely emotional. I'm one of those, uh, for instance, if I'm in if I'm doing well, things are going well in life, then I can play Schumann, and I, I love Schumann. I love Schumann, but if I'm really sad, it it doesn't doesn't come out. It just there's always something. Um, I'm I get very nervous, but when I step on the stage um it sort of all goes away um yeah if i managed to cut out my 
inner voices and my, because I, I really am extremely, extremely sensitive and more the hard rules like, oh my gosh, he hurt me. I need <laughs> to forget about it now. Concentrate, focus on this, you know. Um, yeah. I love it, but I, I get nervous. Nerves are good. Yeah. So I, yeah, I do love it, but um, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't, well, I had, I, I, had my first concert last week, Wednesday, or was it Thursday? I can't remember. And before that, I hadn't played in over two years because of uh, trying to finish my PhD. Because first of all, there was COVID and then the doctorate. So uh, and that was really interesting uh, because I thought to myself, oh my goodness, um, is my memory still there? Can I still play from memory? Can I say it, it, was, it was quite interesting. And it just came back and it just yeah. came natural. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my students was there and he he said to me, it was so interesting seeing you after that is, um, uh, yeah. it was so nervous you're looking through your music before. And the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so I always... love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay. But it's, um, it's, it's work. Let's put it like that in a, work and trying to quieten some of the voices and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But now you talk about your favorite composers and, and Schumann and so, but do you also play other genres? No. You don't? No, okay. I only, and I, I'm so glad you brought that question up because I get so, so angry. I, got, I, I almost, I was like, mm. At people because I'm black, they think, "Oh, come, you must do jazz." Oh, okay. you know. And yeah. when I think, I look, I love jazz, absolutely love jazz. You know, if I play and improvise, this is for me. I am a trained classical pianist. Punct. And when the, the, somebody asked me uh, the one time, um, they said, "Yeah, okay, do you uh, play?" modern stuff I said what do you mean do you mean like I don't know Prokofiev for and said no 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 jazz and I said no and I said first of all you can't ask me to play for whatever it is I said if you have a toothache you don't go to the optometrist and say look at my look at my tooth you know yeah I'm a trained classical pianist if you want a jazz evening go to somebody who specializes in that you know I, if my eye is so I don't go to the cardiologist and it's yeah. the same thing so yeah I'm very I get quite uh, violent inside <laughs> with really? that. like yeah it's like no just because I look like this uh, no so no <laughs> yeah but it, it's interesting that yeah that that you People have these these stereotypical ideas, you know, mm -hmm. that, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, give me give me Beethoven, then we can talk. Give me Brahms, oh, okay. give me Bach, <laughs> then we talk. <laughs> you know. so, yeah. But you talk about your students now, so do you, and, and you teach. I do teach, yes. Mm -hmm. I, do teach. I, lo I, I, I love teaching. Really? Whether they practice or not is another story. I, I love teaching. I particularly, one of my favorite things actually about teaching, um, of course you are teaching students who practice and who are talented, that's always wonderful. But one thing that's always um, brought me joy, and I've had a couple, 
this adult student, somebody who's played ages ago and they decide then they stopped and they want to do it again, or actually even somebody who starts, because with with um, I'm more forgiving with adults than you know. Yeah. And when they get something right, and with adults, it's more for them, you know, uh, do their work and whatever. It's a, a, a more therapy. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that. But it's another, it's really completely another side teaching. But no, but I, I love teaching. I love teaching. Yes. But uh, do you ever get frustrated because if you think of the the um, the effort you had to go through and the the limited um, opportunities you have and and you teach now people who have it easy, you know, to to get to the instrument, does that frustrate you in a way also? I. I had to deal with that and think, why don't you work? Why don't, and and um, I had to divorce myself from that and had to deal with sort of, I don't know, maybe envy, a little bit of jealousy. Oh, I wish if only I, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, such thoughts are futile. They don't bring anything. So I had to, yeah, divorce myself from such thoughts and, re- uh, and realize, okay, I'm dealing now with, I don't know, Peter or Susan. That's their situation. You know, it's all relative. Do what you can. Don't judge too much. Um, Yeah, that's your life. You put in the work. Good for you. If you don't, oh, well, good for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I, I I mean, I find it incredible, um, but I look at it from the outside and just don't get involved that's their experience yeah no, I try that's, that's that's actually yeah that's actually true what you're saying I try to. yeah I try to but um John now tell me what what are the wishes now for you for the future after well, you yeah <laughs> well I'm you know, I'm gonna do my rigorosum in in a month, exactly a month, and hopefully I'll be Doctor John Zepe. Wow. <laughs> yeah, doctor. Um, well, <laughs> well deserved then. And then I'll start. Uh, I'll um, start playing. I have some uh, concerts with my duo partner Anna Magdalena Kokic, a fantastic um, Viennese pianist. She's fantastic. Um, and also job hunting at uh, at some universities. It's um, I I actually don't know. I'm actually very scared. Oh really? <laughs> really scared. Um, you know this. What's going to happen after? Because yeah. I have to find this fine balance playing and um, yeah, uh, lecturing, hoping to get a, 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 a yeah a position. Some here in Austria, it doesn't have to be in Vienna, but it would be great um, somewhere in Austria. Well, you've you've in your past you've uh, shown that so many wonderful things come on your way, so that it will probably happen again for you. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I despite I mean the 
crap that I, I, I deal with. Sometimes there are moments where I look that I think I'm really one of the luckiest people I know. The things that I'm like, whoa, what? Um, but, you know, I have some gray hairs and think, oh, oh okay. stress <laughs> as well. And uh, yeah, anyways. So I, I, I choose to believe you. <laughs> yeah, well, well, let's make the wish here, you know. Yes. Yes, yeah, it's the, done. Two, the two Valleys here in, in Vienna. Valleys <laughs> <laughs> in Vienna. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I think that works great. Yeah. <laughs> but John, this was so great to talk to you again. And um, I'm really um, looking forward. We will have to catch up with a coffee after you've okay. done with all your your obligations and oh. then um i would love to see you in concert as well yes yes yeah um yeah we'll definitely we'll def i mean i'll definitely see you see you again soon yes definitely yeah okay <laughs>